course. I'm not just saying this because you dudes are here. Dude, y'all have a great podcast here. This thing's going to take, it's going to continue to take off. Hi, this is Sean Clench, the host of Stories Inside the Man Cave podcast. And I want to thank you for being a loyal listener and a loyal viewer of each of our episodes. And be sure to follow us on each of our social media platforms, that being our Facebook page, Twitter handle, and on Instagram. And a huge shout out. As we continue to grow, we are gaining sponsors and partners, beginning with Jim Saxton State Farm Insurance Agency in Austin and Cosmic Coffee and Beer Garden on the south side of Austin. As for the partners, our community now, be sure to follow their platforms on Facebook and our latest and newest partner, that being Farmhouse Delivery in Austin, Texas. As for the next episode, let's ride. Well, the long season, the regular season finale of one of the longest, most bizarre, oddest seasons in Texas football history is about to conclude the morning after Thanksgiving this week. I am Sean Clench here of Stories Inside the Man Cave, and we're wrapping up. Uh, well, we'll have one more Longhorn football report uh, sometime next week, and possibly this uh, coming Sunday of Thanksgiving weekend. Um, yeah, this has been a long season, and before we move further in this little mini episode, um, these Hook'em football reports that uh, we have produced uh, weekly are brought to you by Farmhouse Delivery, uh, Austin, Texas-based company, which sources organic produce and organic meats strictly grown in the state of Texas, uh, and it's a little too late to order anything for Thanksgiving, but... Uh, I'm a customer. I am a loyal customer, and I just finished my uh, recent delivery, Texas Produce. Pretty phenomenal. Um, if you want to do that, log on to farmhousedelivery.com and fill your cart full of meal kits or a meal kit, and uh, you will not be disappointed with the produce kits available. Check those out, and at checkout, be sure to use the promo code you see on your ma- uh, screen there, Simply type in Man Cave and you will receive 20% off of your first order. Now, we could go on and on about what is happening here. This is basically, and I'm convinced, and I'll just pour on one more layer of, if you want to call it negativity or criticism, because, again, this team, the first team under Steve Sarkeesian, they are what the record is. There has been effort. There has been a lot of adjustment that I really, and I'm with you, and I'm speaking for you as a fan, what you're thinking. But I want to pull up this graphic here. And this is what we're talking about as far as how bizarre this season has been. And it's going to go down as one of the worst teams or worst seasons in Texas football history. And I like to call it a season to forget. And they're currently four and seven, two and six in Big 12 play. Um, Those listed right there are the seasons in which Texas has experienced six losses in conference play. Got to go all the way back to 1956, 1997, uh, 2010, 2016, and of course, this year, 2021. Non-bowl game seasons. Texas will not be going to a bowl game this year. 
And if you count it up in recent history, and I'm talking about going to back to the 80s, 86, 88, 89, 91, 92, 93, 97, 10, 15, 16, and now 21. There's been a, quite a few here in the uh, 21st century. This will be the fourth one. And if Texas loses to Kansas State Friday morning, it'll be the most losses in conference play for Texas ever. Just let that sink in. And before we move on, I definitely, if you look over my shoulder, there is a bug right here called Our Community Now. That is a, uh, a company, a syndication company, which has platforms. Uh, if you like their Facebook page, they have one representing Austin uh, in Dallas. Uh, basically, it, the name explains it, Our Community Now. Now, the Kansas State game, Texas is trying, as I mentioned, trying to avoid a seventh conference loss. I, I just can't believe I'm saying that. Uh, just everything that could possibly go wrong has happened this year. Uh, Texas will now enter the game not knowing which quarterback will play. Um, Hudson Card and Casey Thompson are both not healthy. Um, it's really bizarre to think because last game, Hudson Card suffered an injury. Casey just hasn't been 100% uh, because of the throwing hand, the tendon. And then you've got uh, Bijan Robinson out. And Roshan Johnson is trying to carry the load. And Keelan Johnson, um, Robinson, excuse me. He was the bright spot in that game against West Virginia, in which Texas did lose 31-23. Texas did make a valiant effort. The Texas defense did show some signs of life, if you will. But, you know, this may be a season in which we look back and really think, okay, it's a true rebuilding year. Sark and his coaching staff trying to implement those offensive and defensive schemes and not everyone's not on board. I don't want to use that term on board. They're just not comprehending it. And this is what Sark had to say about experiencing a season like this moving forward. And I'll have some commentary here right after coach Sark speaks right here. I don't know if we're allowed to laugh about it yet, but this season has had big losses. It's had monkeys. It's had Bo Davis videos. It's had craziness. And I just wonder, what do you make of the, the bigger picture of the noise level and the circus that sometimes goes on here? Um, I'm built for it. I think that's, that's how I feel. I'm built for this, you know. Um, there's, a, there's a lot that comes at you. And I think, you know, my level of perseverance, my level of compartmentalizing some of the issues that we've been faced with, um, hopefully is a direct reflection of how our team deals with some of the things that, that we've been faced with. I can't envision that we're going to have another year exactly like this uh, with some of the things that we've been faced with, some of the heartbreaking losses, some of the things that have occurred off the field. Um, but what I do know is um, if and or when some things arise again, I think that our team is, is now built for it as well. And uh, you know, I've commended these guys a lot. All right, I do respect that. Uh, that was from the Monday press conference uh, with Coach Sarkeesian. He said he's built for this, and I, I'm on board. I believe him. Texas fans have got to realize that this is a tremendous rebuild, especially with the two 
systems offensively and defensively they don't have the personnel to run these systems and they're not comprehending it. Sark also mentioned in that press conference that he's expecting in the spring to have some turnover, but to also when these systems become, they become fluent, they comprehend it all that instead of thinking in a game that these players are reacting and going, playing fast, things will be different. And I'm a firm believer and I'm not going to ever be one to throw a high school or college football player under the bus. But the fact is, if you if you want to look at defensively, Texas needs more players. And I was thinking about this from the 2018 team when uh, Tom Herman brought in and uh, a linebacker, junior college linebacker, um, Gary Johnson. True dog. Physically. Just vicious, played fast, and he was built to play in that style of defense. And he, he brought an aggression that – this defense doesn't have – I mean, you have some guys who play hard. They play with a tremendous amount of effort, but it literally is a game of this much. You take a bad angle, a big play can occur, and we've seen that this year. The The big leads evaporating in the second half, I don't know how to explain that, nor I, I don't know of many people that can. But as we move on to this final game of the season – where Texas is trying to avoid uh, a seventh conference loss, finish five and seven, and and go into the season feeling off season feeling some pride because we know they're not going to a bowl game, some pride and feel good about themselves. They've got a tough task, K State bowl eligible team, and they've got a player that uh, when I was in the media I covered at Cedar Ridge High School as part of Round Rock ISD, Deuce Vaughn. Where's number 22? Um, small in stature, but the guy runs hard. He's a tremendous running back. I mean, Deuce Vaughn has over 1,115 yards this year. He's has 14 touchdowns rushing. And he's averaging about five point, almost six yards per carry. If you don't think that he's going to have a chip on his shoulder, and the opportunity to play in front of his hometown crowd, he is going to be a lot to deal with. But Kansas State does not. I don't think Skylar Thompson is going to be playing. I think he's injured. That's going to um, hamper the K-State offense. But uh, to give you an idea of what um, Deuce Vaughn is about, this was at the Big 12 Media Days when – his head coach, Chris Kleiman at K-State, what he had to say about Deuce Vaughn. This is before even this year. And Deuce had a tremendous freshman season back in 2020. Uh, that is as humble as, as the day is long. And I uh, absolutely love how he's handled the uh, accolades and success that he has had because he hasn't felt like he's arrived. He felt like he has uh, got more to prove. And uh, an unbelievable young man with an unbelievable uh, family and set of parents that uh, – uh, taught him the right way, and, and he's a, a, a tremendous leader and a tremendous football player. Well, we have to make great. Summed it up. Great kid. Great family. The Vaughns, his dad, former college football coach, his mom, tremendous, great foundation, just a beautiful family, the Vaughns are. 
And I, I can't wait to see Deuce have the opportunity to play here back in his hometown, our home area being from Round Rock, a Cedar Ridge alum. Um, that, and he was a great, great running back at the high school level. So we will see, get to see him and see how Texas responds to all of that. So one big shout out before we wrap this up. Big shout out to my alma mater, which calls this home field behind me home, Homer Bryce Stadium in Nacogdoches. SFA Lumberjacks made the field of 24. The FCS playoffs will open it up, the run to a national championship at Incarnate Word in San Antonio, Texas. The winner gets Sam Houston, the defending FCS national champions. I'm going to be biased on this podcast episode right now. Congrats to Coach Carthel and Axum. Jacks and we are out. You see the drippy, I'm fitted up. I'm in my car in the giddy up.